This is the Happen to Your Career Podcast, episode 172. That may or may not sound like much. However, we found that to be one of the not-so-talked-about things that can make a major difference in people's switch and career change and life change in many cases so that you can get the results that you actually want to. The results trail when you take different types of actions like Hey, HTYCers, if you've been struggling to figure out work that fits you, then join our eight-day free mini course. All you have to do is text HTYC to 38470. That's HTYC to 38470, or simply visit figureitout.co. That's figureitout.co. See you there. This has happened to your career. We help you stop doing work that doesn't fit you, figure out what does, and then make it happen. Whether you're looking to do your own thing or find your dream job, you've come to the right place. I'm Scott Barlow. This is Scott Anthony Barlow, and you are listening to Happen to Your Career. This is the show that helps you figure out what work fits you by exploring other stories. We get to bring on all kinds of experts like Emily Wapnick, who helps people that don't just have one true calling, or people that have rather amazing stories like Jared Shivers, who found his ideal job by learning the strengths. All of these are people that are just like you. They've gone from where they are what they really want to be doing. And today we have so much fun stuff. This is one of the things that I would say is is the biggest stopping point or one of the bigger stopping points that we really haven't spent a lot of time on in 172 episodes. By the way, we're already at 172. That just blows me away. Uh, Thank you so much for supporting the show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, emailing us. Thank you for uh, going and checking out our email list and all the great resources that we've put together over the last four years. Uh, All those resources, by the way, have been inspired by your questions and what you need. So keep it coming. And same thing for this episode too. What we found by working with, oh my goodness, at this point, uh, counting counting myself and counting our company, uh, we've worked with thousands of people, which just blows me away. And that that is something where you don't you don't go through that without noticing a few things. And today we're gonna we're gonna go through and talk about. Uh, one thing that doesn't really ever get mentioned, but is a huge, huge need, huge need. So we're going to, we're going to dive into how to be able to have the energy so that you can find the time to be able to make a big career change. And we're also going to talk about why sometimes that energy is elusive and where it's actually going and how to how to get it back or more accurately make sure that it never leaves. And then uh, at the same time going to go into some different ways that you can actually do that right here right now. Some easy ways that we have we've used with our clients to be able to help them make this make this marathon trip that is career change actually happen. Because when we look at career change it is it is very much 
traditionally a marathon and not a sprint. It often doesn't happen in a week. It doesn't happen in two weeks. Usually it's closer to months in some cases. And actually, I'd say in, in the majority of cases, it's it's usually spread over multiple months. And when you're doing something like that, when you're making a change like that, that requires a different approach other than just a few tactics on resumes or just a few different <laughs> a few different strategies that are going to just make you, I don't know, make it all easy for you, magic pill type stuff. I'm not interested in that. I'm much more interested in allowing you to be able to sustain in making this making this career change so that it can actually happen. So it's it's me today and I want to want to cover off with you some of these ways that you can do this right here right now. And mentioned it earlier, but so many people some people come to us and this this might be your situation too by the way, uh, where you know that you need to make a change and you're planning on making a change. Maybe you've even been working on that change in one way or another, but you consistently find that you don't have the energy and can't find the time to be able to do it. And you're, you're at your job and you know, whether, whether you love that job, but it's just consuming a whole bunch of you and you don't feel like you have a whole lot left to be able to spend working on making a career change at the end of the day, or whether it's the total opposite way. And that job is just absolutely draining you because you're not excited about it. So it's taking everything from you. And that is, that's pushing you over the edge in terms of when you get off work, you are not excited at all to be able to do something that is going to be extra on top of that. And whatever whatever situation you're in, we find that if you don't consistently have the energy and if you aren't taking intentional steps to be able to have that energy, then a lot of times that career change doesn't happen. Or if even if it does happen, it's significantly slowed down and could be accelerated or cut in half or or even even you know quartered. And I don't really see a lot. Uh, actually, I don't really see any, to be quite honest with you. I don't see career coaches talking about this. I see career coaches focused on on how to get your resume through automatic tracking system and whatever else instead of focusing on, hey, how do I how do I sustain the the long journey of of this career change? Okay, so I want to go over three different main ways that you can do this. And again, each of these ways are ways that I've personally used and that we've used with with our clients. And they aren't always easy to do, like much of the stuff that we teach here and much of the stuff that uh, that we talk about with our guests and on this show. It's not always easy to do, but it is worth it. So I want to help this make I want to help make it even easier for you though. Okay, so let's let's break some of this stuff down. And thing number one that I want you to begin doing is going to sound so simple. However, it, I find, is not simple until you build it into a routine. And that is start the day by putting yourself first. Okay, so there's a there's a lot of different reasons behind this. And let, let me break down what I actually mean by this. And this could be a really powerful mindset switch in in the first place. 
If you have determined already that you're not interested in spending a large chunk of your life in your current situation uh, at that job, then it's going to be incredibly important and incredibly empowering when you begin focusing on yourself first versus when you get into the office and there are all these different needs. You got 157 emails waiting on you. Your boss has asked you to put you know, something on their desk and the latest report, and then you need to research this. And oh, geez, you forgot the thing for the other person that you were supposed to get in yesterday. And it's just, it's, it's mind numbing. And then it's no small wonder when you get home that you don't want to do anything else. So instead, what we do with our, with our clients, and I think you've heard Eric on the show, uh, Jared on the show, uh, several other people in the past, and we can, we can link up those, those shows. And I don't even know that we got into it a ton, in, in each of those episodes, but with both of them as an example, we're working on how do you start off the day where you are the freshest, where you have the most energy, working on the things that are going to cause you to get where you want to go. Before all of those pressures hit, before you have made... <laughs> before you've made it to the office, before people are asking all kinds of different things of you, before you begin depleting your energy, start where you're at your freshest point and give to yourself first. Now, I, I firmly believe, and, and this is going to probably either scare most of us, because most of us are, are people pleasers in, in some way, shape, or form. We give and give and give and give and give to other people versus putting ourselves first. So this this can be absolutely hard. And what I've found is that the times where I've done this in any type of life change, but especially career changes, and I've made a lot of career changes over the years for myself, but the ones where I did this went so much smoother, so much smoother. And what it does, you know, when I when I wake up and I am one of the first things that I'm doing is working on the things that are going to move me forward to where I actually want to be, then there are quite a few different immediate and also side and byproduct benefits from that. So the first thing is, obviously, your energy isn't depleted. So you're actually at a higher level of focus many times. And, and maybe maybe for you, you need to wake up for 40 minutes or an hour or something else along those lines. And that's absolutely 100% okay. You're going to need to take your situation into account. But when you're actually up and when you are actually settled in, then you will find that you're going to be able to put a different amount of energy and headspace towards this. So a lot of the times, like with, with Eric, mentioned Eric earlier, and you can go back and listen to his episode, and Eric was getting up, and he was getting up just a little bit earlier than he normally would. I believe he was getting up, I want to say a half an hour earlier, and then that would allow him to acclimate a little bit, and then before he would even go to work, he would spend time working on identifying different companies that he wanted to be able to contact so that he could build relationships with these people. And in Eric's case, he ended up, he ended up interacting with, I want to say 30, 30 something different, different companies. And that was, that was huge for him because he built a ton of different relationships that ultimately ended up leading to, to job offers for him. And that was really, really cool. But his, his secret there was he was doing a lot of that, what he could do 
during the during the mornings where he was at his best, if you will, and before that energy had depleted because he had a pretty demanding job and he had a job that was very much, uh, very much uh, taking, taking a lot from him in one way or another. So when, when you're putting yourself first, then this is, this is what is going to allow you to um, even build up some momentum. I know that the times when I was doing this and Eric described the same thing too, as when, when I would do this work at the beginning and I would, you know, finish up the, finish up the application, or I would, uh, identify, you know, a couple of people to be able to contact a little bit later that day. Uh, or I would finish all my prep work so that on my lunch hour, I could make a couple of calls, uh, whatever it happened to be. I, I felt very accomplished and we've had a lot of our clients describe the same type of feeling where I feel like I've gotten just a ton of stuff done. So you feel good walking into work. And then ironically, that actually makes your workday go better, which not so coincidentally allows you to have even a little bit of energy left over. And these things all feed on one another, which then makes it easier to do the same thing the next day. And after you've done this for about two weeks, you start to feel like it becomes a part of your routine. And when, you, when you've when you done it for that period of time, then you start to see benefits from it too. You start to see that you're actually getting more done or getting further or building that momentum, which when you get momentum, that generally is going to make you feel more positive about, about this marathon that is jobs, church and career change and everything that goes along with it too. Okay. So that's, that's thing. Number one, making this, first of all, initially a mindset switch that you need to put yourself first. And then the simple action that you can take is start the day. Even if you're not a morning person, even just doing this for just 30 minutes to be able to start out with, even if you're just getting up 15 minutes early and being able to spend a little bit of time at the beginning of the day working on something for yourself as you're making this career change, that's going to be huge for you. And by the way, this is the same thing that I did later on to when I wasn't even making career changes, when I was working on building a side business. Um, and I started taking this to extremes. Uh, I started, you know, getting up uh, 15 minutes earlier every single week and ratcheting that to about 3:55 a.m. so that I could find more and more and more time and invest more and more and more of my energy into myself and into in my business. But that's that's another example and another case in point. Okay, so easiest way to start is go to bed 15 minutes earlier, get up 15 minutes earlier. And then that that's step one. Next, next piece of that, after you've done that for a few days and just mastered the getting up part, build in the piece where you're actually taking the time to do something for yourself first. And if this is career change for you, which a lot of people are here listening to this right here, right now, you're an HDYC here that wants to make a career change or you're ready to make a career change, then that's where it's going to be incredibly important for you to begin acting on that and, and doing something that is going to push you forward. Okay. So we've got plenty of other episodes as far as what you, what you can do. We've got the one with, uh, Olivia Gamber, um, talking about how to upgrade your career and give some suggestions there. We've got uh, 
Al Smith with LinkedIn. Uh, there's a number of other things that you could be doing during that time. But the important part here is initially making that mindset switch, realizing that you need to put yourself first in order to get more energy and in order to get more results, and then following that with action, starting that day, starting your day every single day by putting yourself first in one way or another. All right, so that's that's thing number one. And that doesn't that may or may not sound like much. However, we found that to be one of the not so talked about things that can make a major difference in people's switch and career change and life change in many cases so that you can get the results that you actually want to. The results trail when you take different types of actions like these. Thing number two, and this one sounds obvious at first, and I want to give you some ways that you can actually implement it as well. So this is, this is about diet and I'm not, I'm not a health expert. This is a huge uh, excitement, passion, interest of mine. And I do a lot of, a lot of studying, uh, looking for lots of different resources and trying to understand how this stuff actually works. So I'm not interested in telling you a particular, a particular lifestyle change or anything else along those lines. I want to offer one piece of advice that has worked for many of our clients. And again, I'm, I'm not a health coach or anything else along those lines, but the one major change that you can make is simply choose one or two things that you're going to consume less of that are slowing you down right now. Now let's let's break that down as to why that why that can be really important here. First of all, you're already making a lot of change. If you're in the place where you're trying to make a career change, you're in a job search, you are, uh, I don't know, building a side business, whatever it is, in whatever capacity, you're already making a lot of change. You've already got a lot of energy devoted to that. And when you're when you're trying to completely change your diet, uh, and you're trying to adjust a essentially a lifestyle and you're doing that in a big way, that's going to be really difficult to keep up. So that's why instead, I want you to look at what you consume on a normal basis and simply remove one or two types of foods that are going to slow you down. Now, this could be carbs, this could be uh, breads in general, sugars, soda, any other thing. Take a look at what you're eating on a regular basis during the week and simply choose one or two of those that are going to be the highest impact that are slowing you down. Now, for me, one of the things that I found was the, the two biggest pieces that, uh, that were slowing me down in a lot of cases were different types of sugar and different types of bread. So I ended up ruling all of those out for a period of time where I needed a, a huge amount of energy, but I will say that that is a pretty big lifestyle change. So instead if you haven't done something like this before and you're not practiced at this and, and being able to change your diet at a whim, then I would say just start with one of those pieces, just one. So it might be if I, if I, I don't know, if I eat a lot of ketchup or something like that, ketchup actually has a ton of sugar in it. Uh, or if I'm, if I am consuming a lot of soda, I would say that removing just one piece to start with can be huge. And so the philosophy here 
is not always adding in things that are going to give you more energy, but essentially removing the impediments or removing the barriers from the energy that you can already have. So just to, just another way to think about it. So kind of the opposite of the first one a little bit. So some easier ways to actually implement this too. Take a look at it for initially, uh, you know, write down the things that, uh, that you're eating for just a, just a couple of days. And you can probably say in an average week, trace back your meals, trace back your snacks, uh, give yourself just about 15 minutes. I don't think you need to invest tons and tons of time into this. Instead, let's make this really super easy to be able to make this type of change. Look at all of those and then try and determine the top two or three that are, that you believe are slowing you down. You know, make your, make your hypothesis, if you will. And then I would say, go in on research, those couple of, of foods and say, Hey, are these actually the ones that are, that are slowing me down? If you find that they are, then go ahead and pick one or two of them to eliminate from your diet. And in fact, I would say, try and also determine this is something that can make it easier. Try and also determine what are you going to replace it with? What are you going to sub in for that? And that, that can be particularly helpful versus just completely eliminating it. Because if it's something that you rely on in one way or another, then like soda is a great example of that. You know, I, I used to drink a lot of soda 10 years ago. And if you would have just removed it from me, then I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had anything else. So I'd had to replace it with something else. In in some cases, it doesn't have to be something that is that is perfect for you. I mean, replacing soda with coffee actually is probably going to be a better a better alternative. Even though you know, even though you know, having caffeine all day long isn't necessarily going to be incredibly valuable for you either. But you, you get the point where if you're subbing it out with something that is better for you, that's going to be more helpful across the board. Okay, this, the other piece I would say is after you make a decision, tell somebody else so that they can hold you accountable. This could be, this could be a spouse, this could be a partner, this could be um, somebody at work that wants to do the same type of thing or that you've had this type of conversation with in the past. Whatever it is, tell somebody else and give them permission to be able to hold you accountable and tell them a little bit about what that looks like. And that conversation might sound something like, hey, I'm, I'm actually doing this so that I can get more energy throughout the day. I'm removing, I'm going off soda. So here, here's what I would love from you. Can you, can you ask me uh, you know, once a day or once a week uh, when you see me uh, how I'm doing on that? And then I will, I will give you a full report and it might sound silly, but that's actually going to help me a ton because then I feel accountable to somebody and just knowing that, uh, I'm more likely to actually do it. Okay. So any person that you are going to feel accountable to can fill in this role. Any person that you trust to hold you accountable can, can do that as well. But that, that is thing number three. So Instead of layering something in, let's remove some of the barriers that are actually slowing down. So choosing one or two foods that one or two things that you're intaking right now that are slowing you down and removing them and replacing them with something else in many cases. Let me cut back in here for a second. I want you to meet Tracy. I'm Tracy and I'm from San Diego. I am a microbiology lab supervisor at a medical device diagnostics company here in town. Before Tracy found our eight day figure it out course, Here's what life was like for her. I was drowning in debt. 
and seriously struggling to find a way out of it. I've got student loans <laughs> from the late 90s that I'm trying to pay down as well as a car loan. Okay, now you might be thinking, what does debt have to do with Tracy's career? And what does any of this have to do with this eight-day figure-it-out course? And this course really helped me to gain a lot of clarity around what was important to me and helped me to see possibilities beyond my current situation. So with that, I've actually started a small virtual assistant business on the side, and I have been able to seriously accelerate my debt repayment plan. I will be completely debt-free in just over two years from now. Wow. Congratulations, Tracy. We love hearing stories just like that one. Now, if you want that type of clarity that can help you move forward in your life, here's what you can do. Just text HTYC to 38470. HTYC to 38470. Or just visit figureitout.co. That's figureitout.co. The last thing here is probably my favorite by a long shot. And this is actually taking different pieces of your life and putting your life on autopilot. And this doesn't have to be done with every aspect of your life, but simply taking a couple small pieces of your life that are taking up your energy or taking up your time and then putting those on autopilot, that can make a massive difference to your world. So the goal here And the reason here is to take out small activities and eliminate unnecessary decision-making because when you have to make decisions, that takes up a huge amount of your mental energy. Even small decisions, even tiny decisions, even decisions that really don't matter all that much. If you're spending your time and energy making those decisions, it is essentially draining you, which then doesn't leave you with much at the end of the day, which means that it makes it more difficult for you to make any kind of career change, right? So this could be a lot of different things. This could be having, uh, subscribing to easy meals and having them build you a menu for the week where you don't have to create a menu for the week or having your groceries delivered or hiring a house cleaner or even someone to mow your lawn or uh, or even, you know, t- leaving the most insignificant decisions for the end of the day versus the beginning of the day. And that can be a different way to look at it too. So that can be something as simple as deciding what you're going to wear and placing it right next to your bed so that you don't have to make the decision, the small decision to get up and walk to your closet and go get it. Uh, and simply having having a routine, building a basic routine where you're doing the same things that you need to do in the same order every single day so that you're on routine versus making the decision about how it's going to go, that can make a massive difference. Um, Another thing and some other ways to be able to do this too are if you've got things that you order on a regular basis or things that you have to buy at the store on a regular basis, instead having them delivered. And you know what? If you don't, we talked about having groceries delivered or hiring a house cleaner or hiring somebody to mow your lawn. If you don't want to spend extra money, you don't even necessarily have to order from Amazon. Amazon can offer a lot of that. In some places, in some places, Amazon will even allow different types of subscriptions. And when you've got a subscription service, then you do it once, it's out of your mind, you don't have to think about it again. You don't have to make the decision and take the time and effort to be able to go and order that. 
whatever that is, you know, if that's diapers for your kids, if that is, I don't know, whatever it happens to be, take a look at the things that you're replacing on a, on a regular basis and having to make the decision or add it to a list or whatever else and remove that from your life. Okay. So some other, some other ways that you can automate, automate your life or put your, some of your pieces on your or life on autopilot might be creating systems for yourself within the framework of where you spend your time. So this is going to sound really, really, really silly, but <laughs> us, uh, one of the things that, uh, that Alyssa and I were experiencing every single day as we came home or we walked in or out the door going into the garage was that our kids' shoes were everywhere, just absolutely everywhere. This drove us insane, just absolutely insane. It was absurd because we were wasting so much mental energy every single day, or we're asking the kids to pick them up, or we are just, uh, I don't know, in a huff or stressed because <laughs> this is the 475th time that we've asked them to pick it up. They're still not getting it. So instead of doing that, instead of continuing to do that, what we did is we built this triangular shoe box that attaches to the cabinet. It really didn't take much to, to build. It probably took a total one trip to Lowe's and 15 minutes and eliminated probably two minutes and a whole bunch of frustration and a whole bunch of depleted mental energy every single day. So the kids just come in the door. They've got this space to be able to put their shoes and it is easy. It's easy for them. It's easy for us. It's hidden behind the door. So it, it looks nice at the same time. And we just have eliminated that, that piece. And essentially if for all intents and purposes, it's on autopilot and building that in literally in this case, building it in allowed the elimination of all of that unnecessary place where we were, we were expending energy. Okay. So that, that's the type of thing that I'm talking about. So here's some other ways that, that you can do that within your own life. Um, make the decision that for a short period of time, you're going to eat roughly the same thing during the week. Maybe you have four staple meals or three staple meals that you're going to eat every single week. And those are just going to be on the menu, if you will. And you're going to not have to think about that for a period of six weeks or 12 weeks while you are focused on making this career change. doesn't mean I want you eating the same thing for the rest of your life. That's totally okay. Uh, you don't need to do that, but instead for a short period of time, while you're in this marathon and you're training for this marathon, if you will, then it can eliminate some of that headache and time and effort expended and that energy expended that is, is taking you off track. Okay, uh, some other things that you can do that are really pretty easy as well is take take a look at where you're spending your spending your time making small decisions or where you have little tiny irritations. Like where are the things that you're walking by every single day where you have to like you're looking at it on the ground and you have to make the decision sometimes unconsciously to not do something with it or to, uh, do something like, for example, we have, um, let's see, what was it? We had a bunch of pictures that were sitting on the ground in front of, in front of the wall that they were going to be hung on. 
and they sat in our house for a good year plus, right? So literally every single day when we're walking around, every time we walk past it, we see these pictures on the ground and we, it it triggers in the back of our mind that we need to do something with it. So we have to make the decision and continually reaffirm the decision that we're not going to do anything with it today. It's just not worth it today. And those little tiny, teeny tiny uh, microcosm type decisions are expending energy. And we, d- we don't even realize it. But those are the things that I'm talking about. So making one decision to be able to eliminate that so you don't have to have those irritations and continually make the same decision over and over and over again is going to actually add energy back to your life in ways that you want it to, or you're going to find that you have more energy and more willpower or more mental energy, more decision-making power for the stuff that actually matters, like making this career change. Okay. So there's, there's a couple examples for you. So how can you get started with that? First of all, I would, I would walk around the couple spaces where you spend the most time in and trying to determine, Hey, what is, what are the irritations? What are the places where you're finding that you're spending a lot of mental energy that with one decision or one step, potentially you could eliminate that. That might be the files that have been sitting on the corner of your desk for the last year and a half, simply putting them in a drawer so you don't have to look at them every single time. You know, Maybe there's not anything to do with them. Maybe you have to keep them for the company or maybe something else along those lines, but get them off the end of your desk so that you don't have to look at them every single time and continually remake the decision not to do anything with them and have it be an irritation. Or walk around your house or apartment or uh, where you're spending the majority of your time and try and determine, is there anything else like that, that, that shows up there too? And where do you find that you're having to make additional decisions during the week? Where do you find that you're spending the majority of your time? If you're spending every single day, I mean, Alyssa and I lived in France for geez, I guess about four weeks or so, something along those lines. And one of the really interesting things while we were there was that the French shop every single day, like they're either going out to eat or shopping every single day. And while that was a ton of fun, like we really, really enjoyed that. We also realized at the same time, just how much, how much decision-making power that that actually takes to do that every single day, like having to go to the store and redecide a meal every single day when we put a whole bunch of this stuff on autopilot before. So it was actually exhausting for us. And it was really, really revealing just how much mental energy where we'd gone from. Uh, we've got a set of menus that we rotate with different types of foods that we love that are, are healthy. And we uh, are on a very, very specific routine where you know, it's one trip to the store and we're not making a lot of those decisions on a regular basis versus having to continually remake and think about all those decisions. And then on top of that, figure out how are we going to get there and uh, which store are we going to go to today? Which store has this? All of that ends up depleting just a ton of, ton of mental energy. Okay. So that's, that's the last step here. Take a look at your life, figure out which pieces are expanding that energy right now that really don't need to. And when you, when you think about it, like having to decide to mow your lawn, if it's not adding anything back to your life, like go find a neighbor kid or something like that, where you can pay them 15 bucks a week. And that $60 might sound like a big expense a month, but 
oh my goodness, if that frees you up an additional hour of time to be able to focus on making a transition to where that you can go to a job where you're much more excited about it or even going to get paid more, I mean, $60 for four months or three months or whatever it might be to have somebody else mow your lawn where it's going to contribute to you making an extra $10,000 a year, that sounds like a no-brainer. Plus, you enjoy life more. Plus, hey, guess what? It's actually really great to have somebody else mow your lawn. Unless you're ultra, ultra, uh, I don't know, controlling about how your lawn looks, then that's a different story. So there's there's our, our, our three things here. I want you to be able to pick one of these and start start working on it. Layer just one into your life right now. And this can be start starting the day by putting yourself first, making that mindset switch, and then having the actions to follow it, consuming less things that slow you down, and then taking a few pieces of your life and putting them on autopilot. Hey, really, really appreciate you being here with us and listening every single week. We have so much more fun coming up for you on future episodes. We have some really exciting guests that we've we've booked. I'm not going to tell you all about them now, but we have raised the level, raised the bar for Happen to Your Career, and that's been with the help of our team. So we've got Josh Rivers who to thank for that. By the way, Josh is the guy who makes all the stuff happen behind the scenes. He takes care of all our post-production, a whole bunch of our guest scheduling, and a whole bunch of what else happens. We've also got Kirby Versellas. Kirby, who's been on the show actually, uh, she made she made a job switch to a job that she absolutely loved before we snapped her up uh, part-time to be able to work on the podcast about a year and a half later. And she is, she's a big part of making this happen too, and making this a better show every single time for you. But I, I, and they really, really appreciate you being here. And if there's anything we can do for you, don't hesitate to, to let us know. We'd love your feedback on what, uh, what you're enjoying, what you'd love to see in the future, but much more coming your way. Hey, if you haven't already go on over to happen to your career.com and this is episode 172, by the way. So happentoyourcareer.com forward slash 172 will get you to everything in this episode and allow you to be able to download the transcript so that you can scan through it. And you can always do that any any point in time. All right. Hey, thanks again. Let's take a listen to what we've got coming up next week on Happen to Your Career. Those are the types of things you want to write down. Those are the things that you want to, to recognize and identify because, yeah, I mean, those are the reasons that you're starting it. And you really have to be clear of why you're starting it as opposed to what you're trying to run from. You know, this is something, Scott, you talk about a ton, you know, in the career space, too. And it's the same thing. You don't want to start a business just because you hate your boss. Hey, all that and more. Really appreciate you being here. And we will see you next week week next time on HTYC. All right. Adios. I'm out. Mm-hmm.